There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. My eye. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Okay, so we're going to find out later if that sounded bad or good. <laughs> you know what? I think Doug is going to make it work. Y'all, we are. Just rigging this with the Zoom and the Zencaster. This is some new ground, we have to say. Here's the thing, you guys. We are actually um, forced by our uh, international situation to record remotely. And um, we're forced into that you pick two where it's unfortunately just going to be me and Bowen across the country for a little while. Yes, for uh, maybe a lot of while. Well, that's okay. I, I don't. Okay, so what is the consensus now? So let's just speak its name, its Voldemort name. The coronavirus has, I think, become something bigger than any of us expected. I I always kind of like look to you, Bowen, to like tell me what's going no, to happen. And I'm I did not go to on this. I but no, but like you being the doctor of the two of us, because you're yeah. the doctor, and I'm of course famously say it with me the hunt patient. The patient. <laughs> the <hunter>. um, <laughs> um, I felt like I, I was asking you about the coronavirus early on and you were like, you were even you were of the impression Stop. that it wasn't going to be cuckoo cuckoo. I did not couple it with the fact that um, uh, our nation is bungling this so, so, so much. Yeah, I think that's really the kicker, isn't it? It's that we're not handling it well. I mean... You could have contact traced back in February, back when we did have 15 cases, when Trump was like, we only have 15 cases. And like, you could have like, 
I don't know. It's but again, I'm not the authority on this, so do not right. look to me in times of crisis. It's just that you are my smartest friend. Oh, that's not true. We know Sudi Green. <laughs> that's true. And you're famously friends with John Lovett now. <laughs> yes. Well, he was on the show Game Show, and he is th- congratulations. First of all, we have to <laughs> what statistically what he's statistically, he's the, smartest statistically the smartest gay person. That's gay person. No, he's a fool gay when person. you put him up against next, next to smart straights. That's a true. real fool. Well, we have to first congratulate Matt Rogers and Dave Mazzoni on the release of Game Show. Today's the launch day of Quibi. We're recording this April 6th. Yeah, and this will come out on April 8th. And so it'll be out for a couple days now. And there's new episodes coming out every day. So right now, as you listen to this, there's a new episode of Game Show. And um, yeah, it's been really, really fun to see it released. A little weird to have it released during this time. And it's definitely been like a sort of... uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like you want to get behind it and promote it as much as you can, but also I'm so conscious of the fact that it's such a weird time and it's like a weird time to be celebrating something. But I also think people need a distraction and need a little fun. I think people are really uh, embracing it because not, not because of the time um, that we're in, but because it just feels I don't know. It's 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 fun. It's frivolous without uh, uh, making light of the situation. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who even knows what's right to um, be hashtag promoting, saying, doing at this time? I feel like it's been such a weird uh, moment because I'm truly like, even if people are acting insane, I'm kind of just like, yeah, but it's this time, and I'm not judging anyone for any behaviors. I'm not begrudging anybody for their behavior either. You post whatever you want. I am here for it. I support you. Um, that's and yeah. That that that's that that's the standard that we're all living in. And what some of us are even showing our body. Oh! You you oh! did. You showed your body. I even made. Oh. You did. Even me and I did. really did. And I remember I looked at that picture and I said, oh my God. What did you think? I thought you looked amazing. And I said, I got to say, you were keeping it tight and right. And also you look big in your traps. But you know what? You know what it is? Is freaking body fusion. Body fusion. My diet is regulated now. I'm not eating. I'm not ordering fucking two Big Macs on Uber Eats at like two in the morning anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Oh, that's, oh, that's I have interesting. To, I think it's, it's mostly a diet thing for me. And I'm just like doing little resistance band bullshit. I have to say that's interesting and actually very opposite of me because yesterday, the best thing that happened to me all day was that I got an un- co- confirmation from Postmates that my Taco Bell would be arriving early. So that's like, unfortunately where I am with my body and my physical and your physicality. How often are you ordering from Postmates? Oh, often. I'm not going to berate you. I'm not going to berate you. Okay. No, I mean, and that's the thing is like, who can berate me in this time? Although I can berate myself. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, well, it's really just like when this first went down and I went to the grocery store, this was like literally over three weeks ago now. I went to the grocery store and I was like, okay, let me get stuff for two weeks because I genuinely thought that's what I would need. And I successfully did that. Like I got stuff for two weeks, but now it's at that weird place where everything that's left over is not necessarily the healthiest stuff. Um, So I am kind Uh of like eating a lot of like frozen pizzas and pasta right now. 
but also I haven't been too afraid of ordering like, you know, I, I'm still ordering. And the way I'm justifying it is like, I want to support the restaurants. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, obviously not Taco Bell. Taco Bell's really struggling, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're actually... <laughs> I had to support my local Mexican joint, Taco Boost. Um, No, but like, I, I have been like... um Restaurants that I like, I have been ordering from and just saying mm-hmm. like, well, right now I'm I'm able to order out. And so why not support the restaurants? Uh, obviously not talk about that was just a weak moment last night while I was stoned watching no, survivor, I, I, which I'll get into. Yeah. You are going to use your powers of persuasion in this hour plus, uh, to convince me to watch survivor. You kind of, you kind of sold it to me yesterday on, on FaceTime. I, what is your history with the show? I told you, I have not seen a single season. That to me actually is an exciting opportunity. Okay. Because I think that you actually would enjoy it so much because it is a game of the wits. It is a social game. It is also a horny show because Bowen and I are two, sorry about it, gay men, hashtag, at the end. And (laughs) we, gay men, hashtag, and we love hot guys. And let me tell you something. There are a lot of hot guys in Survivor, and they are jumping around. You see their pants fall off and during they're challenges. They're jumping around. They're jumping around, jumping, jumping, doing all sorts of that. And it's actually rule of culture number 13. Survivor is the horniest show on television. Can you say it with me? Yeah. Survivor, Survivor is the horniest show, is the on, horniest television. show on television. Um, okay, we should just put out there... Uh, for the duration of the time that we're going to record through, uh, we're, that we record remotely, we're not going to be fully synced up on the rules of, rules of culture. Let's just say that. Can we just can we just put say that, that out there? Can yeah, we just, can we just say, say, that? say that? Can you just give us the space to say that? Thank you. But see, my concern now is I, I, I if I want to watch hot guys do stuff, I mm-hmm. have other outlets for like back like back when I was like eleven years old. Survivor probably was the only place to right. see that kind of thing but now it's like well that's the novelty is lost on me of watching straight guys mostly straight guys do island challenges actually on one season i'm i think it was uh cambodia there's a gay, or there's something. A gay man no 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 there, it, it was, i'll tell you which one it was it was the race war season where they split the tribes oh cook <laughs> islands they split the tribes up into four races there was like <laughs> it was literally like black people white people latinx people and asian americans and it was like the four different tribes and by i won't say let's just say i won't say who won but it was not a white person um Mm. parv i will not confirm or deny you i also have been talking a parv to me well parvati shallow is actually the name of this contestant who is an iconic if you are if you readers out there are fans of survivor you know parvati and you have to understand that me as a result of me doing the best thing i've ever done for myself which is to get very involved with and obsessed with survivor have become quite acquainted with parvati and actually the first four seasons that i watched no first three seasons that i watched were all parvati seasons and Mm. i've become very obsessed with her and have followed her to her outside of survivor content where I found out that she is a life coach in Venice beach. And now my boyfriend, Jared wants to take her teachings. What kind of, do you know what kind of like life coaching she does? Is it, she does a lot of like mantras. Like she's very into yoga. She's essentially like a white girl yogi, but, but like, but like, 
very powerful. Like she but actually she's, like Is she white or is she Indian? See, she's white. She's like a she's like a white girl with the name Parvati. Oh, cool. And what do we think about that? Um, that's fine. I mean, did she give herself that name? I, either way, no way, case, no how. Fine. I think she just had a dad that was like into spirituality. Sure, sure. Like just missed like Wild Wild Country. Like like they had just shut down, and he was like, "Oh fuck, I wanted to move to the Pacific <laughs> Northwest for that." I think probably that. And yeah. well, anyway, he gave birth to a daughter that well he didn't give birth but you know he was part of the birth Mm -hmm. of a daughter who would eventually one day become a real force of good on survivor and i love parvati because she flirts and that's how she wins or at least that's how she did it Mm. when she was like young and hot and now she's 40 with two kids and we're finding out now how she's doing um on the current season which is called winners at war which is all the winners or 20 winners i just think you would like it yeah, I, I have no reason. I don't know why I've put it off for so long. Um, I just, are you finding yourself a little maxed out though, like media diet wise and, and all this? Like, I feel like I can only handle so much right now. Mm, I think actually it's better for me and easier for me to just put one thing on and let it go. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. like okay. I, I would rather, like, even the other day, Jared was over. So my my quarantine experience has been I spend half my time here at my apartment and then I spend half the time over at uh, my boyfriend Jared's and we just get right in the car and we're the only two people that we see. But it is nice to have the space to go yes. to go from place to place. So mm-hmm. the other day he was over, we were watching Survivor and he was like, I don't think I want to watch Survivor anymore. And I was like, well, unfortunately, that means you have to go. Wow. So you you, you made him leave. I didn't make him leave. It was very much time for him to go, but um, <laughs> he didn't want to watch Survivor anymore. And I was like, so this is going to be a long sit. This quarantine is going to be a long time. And what I need uh-huh. right now to stay sane, because I was, I don't know about you, but I've been having, ooh, baby, violent mood swings with the cabin. Yeah, fever yeah. At all. Uh-huh, and I was uh-huh. like, I think I'll go absolutely nuts if I can't just sit with this and and like have this on because it's like centering me and making me making the day move because it's such a show where it's like they're on the beach and they they're talking about what happened Mm -hmm. last night and then the reward challenge and then they talk strategy and then the immunity challenge and they talk strategy and then tribal council and then rinse repeat and that helps me get to the end of the day does that Mm -hmm. make sense yeah so that's why it's working for me okay um great then i i'm just gonna figure out when I can work it in, because right now I have, I feel like I'm being assigned a lot of viewing or a lot of consumption. I'm not really. The only thing I'm assigned to do is, um, I'm watching season one of The Leftovers. I've never seen it. Yeah. And was that because Jared recommended it, or or was he just excited no, for you that you were watching it? He was. Ex- I told him. I told you guys that I was watching it, and Jared was just excited because. Mm. Everybody says, and like this is, I, I know this to be true already, but everyone's like, oh, just wait until the season one finale, and then season two is amazing. Yeah. Um, did you ever, you, I remember you were watching it when it was out, right? I was started to try you were a lost watch fan. it. I was a huge Lost fan, and that is also a whole thing with Survivor for me. Like, I just love, I think, honestly, like, it is... <laughs> In this situation, it's like watching people in a much worse situation than me. Like <laughs> trying to yeah, figure it out. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, like they're talking about like all these things, and I'm like, well, at least it's not that. Um, yep. But uh, I was a huge Lost fan, as you know. Like Lost was actually part of my culture. That made me say culture was for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, 
the thing about leftovers is in the first season it was really violent in parts and there's like it's, um i've never had to close my eyes at something ever before and then the episode i watched where you see kathy geist from 30 rock get stoned to death i was like i can't do this i can't yeah, watch this it was literally um I had a feeling it was going there, and then they were, I remember when the episode first came out, everyone was talking about how it was like one of the most shockingly violent episodes of television that had been out in recent memory, and I was like, okay, then I actually can't watch it. I have just, I just yeah. have a really tough time watching violence. Um, yeah, I get it. I just can't. I, it really upsets me. It's beyond the violence. It's also so I'm watching. So Heidi Gardner recommended that we watch a show together because she had just finished Watchmen and, and we were both talking, I was, t- I was telling her how amazing it was. And she's like, it's so good. It's so good. It's so well done. And she and was like, let's like, hey, continue this experience. Yeah. And she was like, Hey, yeah. have you seen the leftovers ever? I was like, no, never. And so we are like, let's watch an episode of the leftovers. Wait, that was a really day. good Heidi. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's just, <laughs> God, like that's her, that's her stupid little catchphrase. She's always like, Hey, hey. yeah. She's hey. So stupid. So stupid. Um, yeah. But she was like, hey, we should watch one episode a day of The Leftovers. And I was like, okay. And then every day she, she checks in and we check in with each other. And she's like, hey, I didn't <laughs> like that. And like, we're so far. And then her husband, Zeb, too. Like, we're all texting each other. And like, so far, we're six episodes in and we're like, this is not good. <laughs> okay. So but it's just it- because it's, 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 it's all setting. It's all building up towards the finale. I know. Like, we all know this. It's like. This is all going right. to come together in such a satisfying way from everything we've heard. So we're sticking with it. Well, you know, by the end of this, you can become one of those Carrie Coon fags. I love her. She's she's fantastic. And you're a Carrie, Carrie Coon fag. You made up a Carrie Coon song. Did I? I can't believe my plane got delayed. Was that what, a Carrie come Coon from away? song? What? We come from away. <laughs> I know about my song, right? We Come From Away, but what did that have to do with Carrie Coon? She was in Come From Away. I don't think she was, bitch. I think she was. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. You go ahead and look this up. I don't think that's true. But um, I think Carrie Coon has yeah. an army of gays, Joel Kim Booster included. Was she in Come From Away? I did not know that culture. I'm, I'm looking it up. Well, that's good. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, you're wrong. Misinformation Never is really mind, dangerous. But some, somehow, a, a, a conversation around Carrie Coon transitioned into Come From Away. and No, you know what? No, Misinforma- Carrie Coon... Misinformation is so dangerous, and it's actually front runner for title of app. Misinformation, Misinformation is, is so, so dangerous. dangerous. Wait, she was in. No, bitch, you are so wrong, and I'm not gonna have you click, click, click away while you're supposed to be actively engaged with me here on this podcast. Coast I'm to engaged with you. I thought we talked about come from away. Okay, maybe we have to cut this all out because this. No, we don't. You always are suggesting because of your foibles that we cut things out, foibler. <laughs> I am not often suggesting. You're hyperbolizing. Well, anyway, this now, is this this is why I want I want you to get into Survivor so Survivor. bad because there's actually two people from Survivor that I would like to have on the pod. Yeah, who one, are they? One is Parvati Shallow. I literally, no, I'd rather get Kathy Geisted in the leftovers than have Elizabeth Hasselbeck <laughs> on this show. Geist me daddy. Um, but I want to have Parvati, obviously, because she is the queen, uh-huh. and I actually want her to be my life coach on an episode. And oh God, another, another iconic reality show villain from Survivor. Do you know about Miss Jerry Manthe? No, I don't. Tell me. Okay, so this is why the first season that you need to watch 
is season two Australian Outback, which is the one that had Elizabeth Filarski now Hasselbeck. So you can get her origin story and also understand that Jerry Manthe was the original reality TV, competitive reality TV villainess. She was she was called the Black Widow. Oh, was she black? She was not. God bless. Thank God. Black I was like, oh, wait a minute. Is this going to be... Is this gonna no, be no, no. Tough? Yeah. <laughs> it was not racialized. It was merely because she flirted with men and like seemed to manipulate them into alliances, I think. But I okay, would like for okay. you to watch... Truly do whatever you want, and I don't want to assign you more homework, but I'm just saying in the long term, I would like to have these ladies on the pod at some time because I would like to sit across from them at a table and just talk about how they were such incredible, iconic women in reality television. A blind yes, spot for us yes. sometimes. Sometimes, absolutely. Um, now, I. what else are you... So then what, what's after... I mean, you kind of have a giant repository of survivor to get through. You could oh, conceivably massive. spend the, you could spend the next you could spend the next 18 months just watching survivor. Literally. Well, to. Guy Branham did that. Like Guy Branham, I I forget why he did this, but he actually inspired me to do this because he was off from work or something or like I think he had like a space where he wasn't working at some point um where he said he watched the entirety of survivor literally season 1 to season whatever it was. Um, all in one straight shot. Wow, and that's why he's wow. so obsessed with it. So I was like, okay, it can be done. And I'm telling you, on average, I finish a season in three days. So it's like 40 seasons now? They're on their 40th season. And the 40th season is called Winners at War. It brings back 20 iconic winners of the show. And um, so one of them who has won 40... twice, Miss Sandra Diaz-Twine. Mm. And she so has won 40 twice. divided by three is... Okay, 40 divided by 3 is 13 point something, 13.33. Mm-hmm. You could in two weeks. Don't You got to spread it out, Matt. You can't burn through all Survivor in two weeks. Well, now I have all these quick bites to watch. Oh, my God. Now, I saw the first, I saw the beginnings of Nikki Fresh, which I thought was great. I like Jared Nikki Frieder. Fresh. No, no, not Jared, Jared Frieder, Goldstein. Sorry. Jared Goldstein. <laughs> you Jared's mixed up, but Jared Goldstein, yes, is our friend. He plays Nikki's... Nikki's Nikki Fresh, Nicole Richie's assistant on the show. Shout out to Iron Madison so the third who wrote on the show, um, and Jax Media who produced who produced the show. Um, but that is really funny, and I'm really enjoying Nikki Fresh. It stars Ni- Nicole Richie as a conscious trap rapper, so she's a health conscious and earth conscious Nicole Richie who wants to start doing trap music. Um about for moms and gays things from for moms and gays which i really like that line and she's so funny funny. she's so funny she's she's always been so fucking funny literally always so funny did you ever watch great news i never i didn't but i heard she was great in it i heard everybody was great in it i heard it's actually well not actually really funny obviously it's really funny i just don't sorry sorry just don't watch a lot of network television sorry everyone um but uh I have heard that she is unbelievable on it, which did not surprise me at all. And she's really funny on this show. And Jared's great, and I'm happy for him. And um, so you watched a little bit of that. Anything else did you peek in on? 
Um, I started the Sophie Turner thing and I just was like, I can't. It was three in the morning. I was like, I can't watch it, this. It was truly late last night when I started watching it. And I did think, uh, I'm of two minds about the Sophie Turner thing. And I will be honest about mm-hmm. it despite being in the Quibi family. I must be honest as a culturista. Oh, okay. So okay. I think it's actually a really interesting premise because the premise of Survive is she is a girl with suicidal ideation who has post-traumatic stress disorder and she's finally leaving like the... um the group that she's in the home that she's in for people that have mental illnesses that are her age and she's leaving and she's going to get on a plane and go home. And her plan is that she's finally going to take her own life on the plane ride home. So then the plane crashes and her survival instincts kick in and you realize she actually wants to live. So that to me is actually an interesting concept. I think that she's really talented and it looked really good to me. But my thing about it is I have a problem whenever anyone as beautiful and as much of a star and as like, you know, uh, aspirational as Sophie Turner is like suicide, you know, like and and I I, so I'm only one episode in and I want to keep watching it. But I just do. I have like instincts kick in whenever anyone is using. Uh, the concept or theme of suicide as entertainment, I get very weird. And I really yeah, think yeah. you really have to walk on eggshells to get this right because people are very easily influenced. And someone like Sophie Turner is a huge deal. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I have a lot of faith that it, it'll make a comment on it. Um, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. I totally get what you're saying because that's kind of what your issue was with. We don't have to rehash this, but that's kind of what your issue was with Thirteen Reasons Why. Thirteen Reasons Why, absolutely. I mean, I actually think that very, 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 very few pieces of media do suicide correctly. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's, not, yeah. it, it's just it's really tough. And but like I said, um, this is a take on on survival instinct, and I, I think it could be really good. And it looked good to me, and I think that she's really talented. The premise is very um, interesting, yeah. Very strong I I, want to say it's just very smartly created tension. Whatever. I'm not Hannah Gadsby. Um, No, you're actually not. You're not not. Hannah Gadsby at all. Well, I never pretended to be her, okay? No, you actually were pretending to be her for six months. And I said, take off that drag. You're Bowen. And then you booked the biggest right. job of your life. Yeah, you're right. And before that, just, you had been... Just... You'd been talking like this. You'd been <laughs> walking around like that's... this. And doing Hannah Gatsby. That's... Is wild. I can't tell if that's good or bad, which is which it's is a pretty good place to be. horrid. <laughs> no. Well, this is why Hannah Gatsby. A... <laughs> this is what it's not the... like. That's not a bad Hannah Gatsby, but it's definitely not a good Hannah Gatsby either. So I love that it's in that weird liminal space. I think I'm not going to do space. comedy. I think I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> I think I've had it. You're do- you're doing like Liverpool. <laughs> you know, I think I've had it, you know. I think that's enough. Because no. these ah! men, these men. Oh, my God. These men. These men. I, the, I loved, ah! loved in Nanette when she went, these men. <laughs> because oh, my God. Wait, you want to know some tea? Yes. So. You know how like um, Hannah Gatsby allegedly dated Jill Soloway? Oh right! Apparently, she goes in on Jill Soloway in her next um, stand-up. Oh, in her next special. That's wow. what I heard. That people that I were mean, there were like, "Whoa!" 
it's kind of an open secret at this point. It's an industry secret that like Jill is a very particular presence. I truly mm-hmm. have no like real, I, I have nothing to say or nothing to add, but like they did a whole difficult people episode about Julie Klausner wanting to get into like the lesbian Jewish like cabal of writers and like, <laughs> and like the gatekeepers. No, it's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was basically like all like, these like lesbian gatekeepers in media. And it's like people kind of, I, I think like the conception of Jill Soloway now in 2020 is that like, oh, fuck, it's Jill Soloway. I don't know. We love a good celebrity um, <laughs> feud. And yes. we stand on an alleged celebrity monster. God, I mean, I, I, I hope, I hope we, I hope one of us gets to experience that someday. Being a just monster, be, or or being to, a, a just part to be of... a fabled monster, a fabled <laughs> monster. It, well, it's going to be you. Yeah, I'm going to be the one starting the rumors, or or the better yet, confirming the rumors. Speaking of rumors, we have to talk about the new Lindsay Lohan single. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Wow. What a segue. Back to me. me. Back to me. Back to me. Now, is it a bop? I, I think it first is. First of all, I can't tell. It has no, the shelf life on this is going to be like 72 more hours before we all forget about it. But I yeah, think truly. what I love about the song is literally before second one, like she starts singing immediately when you, as soon as you hit play. Mm-hmm. which i don't know i don't know why that's remarkable to me but it's like she just she just she just goes in right away and it's so well, funny it, there's no like ramp up to like the vocals or anything it's just she sings and it's so it's it's, it, it's fun you know what i like about it it's very purposeful you know what i mean it's not yeah. like it's not like there's nothing about the song that doesn't feel like um you know, I mean, it's, by it's accident dark and, or like thrown together. Totally. It's a very purposeful song. It was very purposefully released and seems like she's really dictating um, how she feels, whether or not those are uh, good ways to feel. I don't know. I don't know about the lyric. I drink too much, but that's okay. I don't know. I was going to reference okay. that. Yeah. I yep, think that yep. when she drinks too much, she actually steals kids. Um, <laughs> but, but that's, gets not punched. To, <laughs> that's not for me to judge, I guess. I... Beats cute. Wow. That was that was one year ago. Yeah, it was Her... recent. <laughs> Her speaking in We're... an insane accent, stealing kids off the attempting to steal kids off the street, and also that insane um go, like uh car wash dance or whatever. I mean oh yeah, the car wash dance. I mean it's our amnesia around her is so fast and it's so I mean, like, you think back on, like, the first iteration, not even the first, like, post-Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan was, like, st- still, like, a pretty, like, rock-solid, like, you're like, oh, yeah, she goes out and parties a lot, but she's really talented, and, like, mm. that all just deteriorates, but then, like, we want to rebuild her again, and then, it, and then it all falls apart, and then we rebuild again, and then it falls apart. It's so... I will say, this is not an effort for us to rebuild her. This is an effort no, for her no. to rebuild herself. And I think no, that course. she certainly could have come with a weaker song. I mean, the fact of the matter is, the song is pretty good, and I was listening to it, and I was like, alright, like, this is not the worst song that's come out in the past six it's, months. It's like, not I'm, bad. I'm not gonna not play this. I just think she's... I still find her to be very... I mean, like, this is not, like, a cool, edgy, new take, but, like, she's still a very fascinating public figure. 
What do you think I watched of the- her old? I watched her old um, interviews with Oprah, where like Oprah like really is. Well, like, hello. Let's celebrate that. <laughs> the vultures are waiting to pick your bones. Um, <laughs> it's it's just like cut the shit. You thought that you, you thought that cut the shit. You thought that that was the turning point, right? And now it's like she's thinking about drinking again. It's it's dark. It's dark. It's really dark. Um, oh my god! Speaking of drinking again and dark, we have to talk about Roni. Oh, we will talk about Roni. We'll Bitch. talk about Roni. What were you gonna but, say? But I cut you off with, with the Oprah stuff. You were, you were oh, gonna say something because I was I was thinking about music and I was talking about um I was thinking about uh, Dua. What are you thinking of Dua and her new music? I fucking love Dua and her new music. Yeah, I I think it's great too. I feel like it's like bummer for her that she can't release it at a time where everyone can go out I and dance know. because she was obviously such a targeted dance like disco album. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, and obviously Gaga has held Chromatica back, but, you know, someone's got to give the kid something. She secured her place, though, as, like, a pop, like, superstar, though. Like, it wasn't fully a given with her first album. Yeah, I think that first... I, I, I'm actually going to give a hot take and think... I, I think the first album overall is stronger as a piece of work, but I think this this second album um solidifies her identity more. But I think yes. that physical is maybe her best song she's ever put out. I've, yeah. Well, new rules she, is is new rules, but new physical rules is new amazing. Rules, physical, physical is incredible, and she had a harder job to do on the second album. I mean, like and they classic, always do. They always it's yeah it's classic sophomore slump challenge uh, stuff. But like she really pulled it off, and like it's such a confident pop record that we kind of haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Um, so I love it. I mean, it. Don't I Start think, Now is I, amazing. It, cool. I've been listening to every day. Cool's great. Um, there's a lot of good music. I mean, like, at least there's a lot of, not at least, like, it was inevitable. This, like, nothing, this is not as a result of the situation we're in, but, like, there's good music coming out. Fiona Apple's coming out with her new album next week, and mm. um, it's, it's, Waxahachie's got a great album. Um, it's, there's, there's some good stuff. And Lady Gaga's gonna wait. Lady Gaga's gonna wait, which I I think is the right move. I think it's the right move too, because honestly, so much of what this is going to be is like, and so much of what she is is the performance, like you've been saying, the performance of fame around her releases. So without that, um, that would be tough. Like, and I, I think that she obviously had a vision of how this is wants to come out. What did you think of the album cover? It's not we were we were talking about how it's not super impactful, right? It's low impact. Yeah. It's low impact. I mean, it's very it's visually stunning. It looks mm-hmm. good. It looks very manicured or whatever, but like even Joanne is like a very like clean-lined impactful cover, like the pink hat, it's her profile, blue that soft blue background. It's like, oh, okay. Like it communicates a lot. Born this way communicated a lot. Art pops cover communicated a lot. This is like, okay, like there's a steampunk element and this that's actually it? recalls to me like the Meatloaf album covers of like the late oh, yeah, 80s, yeah. like early 90s, like um Batter to Hell and stuff. Like that's sort of like right. weird, like it's like 15 feet away, weird thing. It's not about her face. It's about this like image and it's sort of uh romantic and like almost gothic in a way. Um and uh I think it's interesting. I just I'm used to being I'm, I'm, I guess I was just expecting it to be like more emotional. 
you're used to be you're used to being walloped by like a Gaga cover. I think yeah, especially like, because like the last image of her last era was literally her crying face. Oh sure, you're talking about Stars Born. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you remember where you were? I remember where I was when she tweeted out the original Born This Way cover. I was in Bob's I was library. not a, a huge fan like you. You you would remember where you were because no, you were a stand I've, I've been in on the Yeah, I was in on the ground floor with her and the the day she tweeted out the Born This Way album cover of her as the motorcycle, I was I I was so shocked and so giddy i was like i can't believe she did this like i like it was it was such a stupid wink like it's such a stupid album cover and she like tweeted i she tweeted i designed it myself and born this way the the word mark is not even centered it looks the 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 letting is crazy the letters are squished together it looks like bad microsoft it looked like bad microsoft word art and like but it's it was all intentional like she (laughs) <laughs> she wanted it to look a certain way and it was impactful and people like fucking lost their minds over it. Like, I don't think people, people, people don't really have strong opinions on this one is, 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 is what's unfortunate. No, because I think unfortunately, like we we're at the point now where it's like, she is not one of the fresh, young, new, viable, like pop I don't think stars. that matters though. No, I don't think so. But I just think what I'm saying by that is like every, every, Every fan of hers, everyone that's gotten to know her over the past decade, because it has been a decade, like mm-hmm. knows that when her music comes, we're going to enjoy it. And like we might go through a phase with it. Like, but I think that we know it's just going to be what it is. Whereas like there felt like there was some sort of unpredictability or rough terrain ahead when she was going to be releasing music like years ago, where it felt like some 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 uh, element of danger. But now that she's proven she has such staying power, I think it does take the element of um, needing to weigh in with an opinion away. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, she's a fixture now. It's like there's no... That's what, yes. Yeah. It's sort of totally. like if Pink, if Pink were to release a new song tomorrow, we'd be like, oh, she has a new song. I'll listen to it in three weeks. Or if you told me she released an... Uh, um, a new song three weeks ago I'd been like oh really cool like you know what I mean she's just such a fixture yeah. and that's just the way it is totally but I think it might be time for an ad break Bo and when I we come so back too. we will talk about Real Housewives of New York when it comes to travel we all have that happy place whether it's the beach ski slopes couples getaway or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. Bowen, we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, 
bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Okay, we're back. Now let's we talk about We actually are back. Roni. We yeah, okay. Are. So um, first of all, I want to say uh, nothing darker than the coming attraction at the end of the episode that was oh, no, Dorinda being so like, don't drink that, it's vodka. And then Luann drinking it and being like, it tasted and good. pushing her hand away. Yeah, that was really, I mean, we're in for a rough road. And especially with this new girl, Leah, who seems like the cool young version of Luann, who Luann is going to like want to chill with, is now here with like a more intense arrest record, a fresh nine years uh, sober, now fresh off the wagon, like young, turning the party girl. I don't know how this season's going to go for Lou. Yeah, that is Leah's thing, right? She she was sober for nine years, and then within the last like three months before they started taping, she was like, yeah, and then I started drinking again. It's like, whoa, oh, okay. She goes, I was sober for nine years. I just started drinking again. And the thing about me is when I go out, I really like to black out. <laughs> I was like, everything about this She got this punched is by insane. a cop. Yeah. Arre- she goes, I was arrested, so 
Like she actually is my energy, and I may identify with her on a deep level. Sh- no, man, she got you would not, punched like- in the face by a cop, lost her tooth. The t- cop knocked her tooth out. Front teeth. Yeah, and then she sued them for seventy five thousand dollars and used it to start her business, married to the mob. She's a little. I mean, there's 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 bits of Luann, there's bits of Bethany, and that's Chaotic. not just for wanting. Yeah, there's. It's it's a very interesting alchemy of different housewives traits. So her also having to Google what Giovanni meant was I so funny. That. And she <laughs> might be our first true example of chaotic neutral. She's chaotic neutral, but... Or she's like chaotic good. I don't know. I don't know if she's chaotic good because she doesn't necessarily come in with like the best super like positive energy. Like I think Bethany... It's not about positivity. Oh yeah, what is? Oh, it? but you're, you're you're saying Beth you're saying Bethany is is chaotic good. Well, I don't know. I feel like Bethany may be. I th- I think that Bethany behind the scenes is chaotic evil. But like chaotic good is like Bethany being who Bethany is, but also ultimately like saving kids in Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? Like that is chaotic. Yeah. Good. Her energy is literally insane, but ultimately she does good things. That's literally the what I believe is the definition of chaotic good. Am I wrong? Mm, no, you're right. You're right because I was I was trying to think. Because the way Leah inserts herself into that fight at the end between Dorinda and Tinsley was very interesting. Yeah. But I, I, but also, I mean, I can't discount the fact that this was her first time hanging with the girls. But, right. I mean, Dorinda and Tinsley are fighting, and then you see Leah kind of, like, sidling up next to She's like, Tinsley. okay, I'm here now, right. I, for, I remember. Right, and, and, and then she's like, and then, like, you hear, you see the subtitles, and you hear, like, off to the side, like, she goes, to Tinsley, she goes, are you going to let her talk to you like that? <laughs> did you, did you catch that. that? I didn't catch that. Are you going to let her talk to you like that? No, but I did I did actually watch the end of the episode again because Joel had brought up a moment where Dorinda looks to Leah and like very knowingly goes, welcome. Like, because she <gasps> was like, I love like, that. I know who you are and I know what you're about to get into, but you don't. Um, oh. Really? Because I love, because, because, go. Wait, wait, go ahead. I was just going to say there was really weak taglines this year on, on there. Like really, really bad and like tired. And ultimately I was like, none of these girls are giving a fuck. But then in this, in the episode, I thought everyone was playing their games. Well, the episode was good. The taglines are weak. I, I agree. Um, and then, but I, oh, I, I do just want to say that after Leah's like, um, you can let her talk to you like that. She like Dorinda keeps yelling. And then Leah screams to Dorinda. Why are you being like this? Which I, <laughs> <laughs> That's Which me. I think is there's some version of chaotic good. Yeah, and you're chaotic good. I feel like there's some aspect of chaotic. She's she's chaotic neutral, but she leans, she has some aspect of good in her. What she has, which is very powerful, is the ability to make you feel like you're acting crazy. And yeah. because she's like cool, um, she's gonna drive the women nuts because yeah. every time she's gonna she's gonna do the thing of like um okay i don't know what yeah. is going on she's gonna drive them crazy because there's nothing these women want more than to feel like than to feel young cool. and viable and cool and vibrant and like and like sort of like um this is gonna sound shady but like there's like a lot of possibility for them going forward yes um but and I really feel like because Leah is younger than them and has that cool girl energy, and has kind of like been there harder than a lot of these women, um, I think it's going to be very interesting to watch. Yeah, she's a fresh. good choice. She's like she, fe- 
very good choice. Um, she is because I would argue that none of the none of the other housewives are cool except for maybe Dorinda, like Tinsley, Sonia, Ramona, is... Luanne. None of them are cool. No, Dorinda's Tinsley's cool. Dorinda's cool. the coolest. No, yeah. No, I feel like Dorinda is is or was the one who was cool because ultimately she was like, I don't really care and I'm going to the Berkshires. You know what I mean? But then yeah. like she shows her hand when she has too much to drink and she shows actually that she does care. Like yeah. she is yeah. unbothered, but actually is very bothered. Whereas like Leah might just be unbothered. And that is a re- and that's like Erica Jane on Beverly Hills. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why she gets under the skin of those women so much is because she's like they realize like, oh, this woman like actually doesn't need us. And mm-hmm, that drives mm-hmm. us nuts. By the way, speaking of bad um, <laughs> taglines for New York, did you see the taglines for Beverly Hills? I, I, I heard they were good. They were really good and I actually want to play them. Okay, please. I, I think it will be fun to play them and listen to them. All right, so these are the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills taglines for the upcoming season and I'm needing to around here there's more than just dresses in everyone's closet Kyle the secret to life dance like everyone is watching Rena I won't mm-hmm. settle for anything less than everything to read life is an audition and honey I am getting that part Gossel you never know what to expect when I'm expecting. Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Not in these heels, honey. Erica. My life may not be a fairy tale, but I'll always get a happy ending. Denise. All right. Okay. So oh, Denise gets Denise gets the last one. Interesting. Denise gets the last one because you know what happens on this season. She fucks Brandy Glanville. Right. Um, <laughs> first of all. Those are all very good taglines. And then there's there's a, such a theme of like acting or getting the part. And we have to, oh. have to, have to give respect <laughs> to Miss Tiffany Pollard. Because for some reason, you sent me this video. You unearthed this old clip of one of New York's reality shows after <laughs> Flavor of Love and after I Love New York, um, <laughs> where she's like at a casting office. And then a, Here, let's some do it. woman walks... Okay, you you you're New York, right? Okay, I'm New great. York, and you're the other girl who does not matter because New York is queen. Exactly. Okay, so I'm I'm this other girl who's just walking out, and she goes, "Break a leg, guys." What did you say to me? I said, "Break a leg." No, I'm not gonna break a leg. I'm gonna get the part. That's what I'm gonna do. End scene. In- incredible. She, but I mean, do, you guys, ha- you guys have to look up New York Tiffany Pollard break a leg. She, the way she like gets up out of her chair and walks over to this bitch and is like, "No, I'm not going to break a leg. I'm going to get the part. That's what I'm going to do." It's because so she doesn't understand good. what break a leg means. It's important <laughs> to reinforce. She does not know the expression. And then later, she's talking to the guy that they're all trying to date or whatever, and she's like, "This girl is crazy. She keeps telling me she wants to break my legs." And the guy goes, okay, so break a leg is something that people say when they want to wish you luck and in theater or in film. And Tiffany just hangs her head and she's like, damn. <laughs> I can't tell which part of that is better. The, the part where she goes, um, what did you say to me? <laughs> or the, no, I'm not going to break a leg. I'm going to get no, the part. No, I'm not going to break That's a leg. I'm going to get the part. That's what I'm going to do. No, I'm not going to break a leg. I'm actually going to get the part. 
bitch. That's so How dare funny. you? Like, also the uh, other girl. <laughs> break a leg. <laughs> and then, <laughs> just the way what she What did you say to me? I, I said, said break, break a leg. A leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's also, she deserves some credit. She's very oh, good, come on. Too. Much credit to everyone involved. A great scene. A um, great scene. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, Dark Horse for my favorite tagline might be even, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Teddy, who somehow made it to her third season, you never know what to expect when I'm expecting. When you're expecting. When I'm expecting. Yes, that's very good. That's very good, Teddy. Um, I mean... What was Denise's? I, I forgot that one. I see. I've already forgotten. But they're good. Um, my life might not be a fairy tale, but I'll always get a happy ending. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm wondering if there's oh, some sort good. of some sort of masturbation or or uh, massage <laughs> jack off reference. some sort of massage reference there that I'm not picking up on, but may pick up on when I watch this season. Interesting. Um, and that's I... that's reality TV now, baby. I truly. Um, is masturbation references is is massage references i don't know wow um how's your brain doing i feel like mine is atrophying by the damn day i haven't been myself for literally weeks because um i that's another thing is like i'm smoking so much weed here i mean there's just nothing else to do i uh was just kind of getting into the unhealthy habit of just smoking so, 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 so much weed. And it has like slowed me down a little bit just because like, I don't know, like that's the way I'm dealing with Corona is just, I want to completely numb myself. And that's just the where I'm at. And I think it's fine. Yeah. 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 But no, yeah, I don't feel like as sharp as I usually do. Um, yeah. As long as you're not like fully depending on it. No. Oh my God. Watch this. Like watch me intervene. Yeah, be my hero. <laughs> um, what are your I coping have... mechanisms? You've been playing video games a lot. I've only smoked once. Huh? You've been playing video games a lot, and I wanted to tell you that I tried to order yeah. a Nintendo Switch, and they're completely out of stock everywhere. Yeah, because I feel like it was a thing that people were just buying left and right. I could have bought one for $600, decided not to. Hmm, Yeah. I mean, oh God, I, I'm trying to think of a solution for you. You could, mm, I, but I feel like I feel like you would enjoy it so much. See, I'm like, oh, because didn't we make a deal that like I would watch Survivor if you started to play like Animal Crossing? Or yeah, something? but the thing is, like, it's become an impossibility for me to do that. So now I think you just have I to watch know, Survivor. I know. Not to add in something yeah. else to your long list, but you know. Well, I'm now I'm fucking tempted to send you my damn switch to ship it over to Miss Los Angeles. Well, so we can I just before we move on to, to um more other topics, I just want to ask, um, how long do you think this will go? I think once there is a there's an a rapid antibody test that can be brought to scale, um, that can be done from home, um, and like people who have the antibodies can like just like kind of be relatively calm about going outside mm-hmm. and just resuming life as much as possible um, in terms of like opening businesses and stuff. That will be the beginning. And then like there's four things that people are looking out for, which is that um, just testing for the virus um, has to be brought to scale too. So that they're expecting like in order to sustain this 
um, in order to make it sustainable that people get tested regularly and um, uh, with availability, uh, it's like 750,000 tests a week have mm. to be administered. Um, and then it's about hospital capacity around the country being like leveled off in terms of every patient who comes in with COVID symptoms is able to get treated and is basically able to, um, worst comes to worst, get a ventilator um, without any sort of strategizing around like shortages. Um, and then, God, the other two things I forget, but they're, it's, it's mostly just about hospital capacity. Okay, stop. Deborah Burks or Fauci, pick one. Okay. Um, Fauci. I oh, but Deborah's Deborah's the lady. Yeah, who wears the iconic sweaters? Uh, Deborah. <laughs> uh, the way Deborah handles Trump is very fun to me. She just completely ignores anything he says. Trump will just really? like like say some nonsense, and she'll just be like, "Okay, well, anyway." Like she's like very like just brushes him off very well, and is like does not acknowledge whatever nonsense he's fucking like we need that choking on um and so i i like that energy a lot Fauci fauci's like very like what's going on with fauci he's he's very accomplished he's very he's very capable what's your thing with <laughs> what's your thing with fauci i just feel like i want him to like um sort of get into it more i want i want him to get real oh well he's i want him he's to turn to trump finding and be out like, as much as he can I want him to turn to Trump and be like, you need to stop. I guess that's my thing with everyone that's up there with him is it's just like, but no one just turns to him and says no. Like, I feel like someone that was actually looking out for our well-being, like if he were to actually say something really dangerous, which he is all the time, someone would yeah. be right there and be like, hi, it's important that you know that that's not something to listen to. But I guess the but decorum that's... of it all is something we're still doing. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, you're right. You're You're absolutely right. But then the way that Trump would respond to it would be like kicking them off. Oh, yeah. well, well they, they've just humiliated me in front of everybody. And so I will murder that. Like it's, it's, it's really such insane. A stupid. Also, fucked up. What is going on with this lupus medication, the malaria medication that like truly so many oh, millions of people. Yeah. Need. Um, and he's now creating a frenzy around it. That can't be good. It's all so bad. bad. Wait, one more thing. Did you see this insane video of psycho Ezra Miller grabbing that woman in a chokehold and throwing her on the ground? I don't know what this is. What a crazy person. What can you explain what this is? So this girl (laughs) came over. I saw that headline and I was like, no. Well, there's video of it and it is harrowing. This girl came over and was like fake fighting with him, like yeah, like like just like kind of like fake like approaching him, and he walks up to her and goes, "You want to fight?" Grabs her by the throat and throws her on the ground, and then he had to be separated from her and like taken away. It happened like where was this days ago? I think it was in Iceland, which oh makes God. it all even more insane. But that is the tea. I mean, I he's... couldn't believe that. What do we think? Ezra Miller, always a little suspicious, a little suspicious of that one. I mean, like, definitely, like, darkness behind the eyes, but I always thought it was, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was, Part remember, of his he, charm. he was in that movie, We Need to Talk About Kevin, that, like, crazy movie about uh, Tilda Swinton, right. who has a son who, like, mm-hmm. is actually a serial killer. Um, right, right, right. 
So I was always like, oh, maybe it's just that. He just has like a dark quality that's um, as an actor. But yeah, he really fucking popped off in this video. It was scary to watch. It was it was it was sort of th- it was the sort of thing where I was like, oh, I wouldn't want to be around that person. Damn, 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 damn. And honestly, um, filled out that um, suit in Justice League, too. Honestly, hot. we have to. Acknowledge. Unfortunately, that the um, hot ones are cuckoo. It's actually rule of culture number ninety-one. Unfortunately, unfortunately the, the hot, hot ones, are, ones cuckoo. are cuckoo. And you know you've been dealing with some hot cuckoo boys. Mm, yeah, sure. I mean, we're yeah. we're all hot and cuckoo right now. That's everyone's. True. I'm saying everybody is hot and cuckoo. Um, I will say one thing. I can't, I can't uh, call. I can't. Do you want me to call them out? What do you want me to do? No, I don't want you to do that at all. I'm just saying. Who are um, you? Who are you? Refer, who are, who are you referencing? Stop it! I said. I know you deal with hot men who are crazy. No, um, that's not true. It is actually. Don't edit this, or I'll be really mad. Hmm. Um, before we move on to, I don't think so, honey. I did want to say. That I have fall, I have done the thing I always tell you not to do, which is now that I have a show out, I like fall down the rabbit hole and like search it and like go yeah, down Twitter and see I what everyone know. is saying. The majority, vast majority of the feedback for game show has been really good. And then like every now and then you'll get to that person that's like, oh, this is the worst thing a gay person has ever done. Like, yeah, which um, is so funny. Which is like, but ultimately, I did want to just remind everyone that Game Show is out and that there should be five episodes out right now. And I hope you are enjoying them and they're coming out every day until all eight are out. Do you want to talk about the that phenomenon more or do you want to just move? move well, on? yeah, no, I, I guess it was just weird because it was like literally 95% of the response has been so good. And I'm like so excited about it and thrilled about it. And then it's and then I was just thinking about how difficult it is to make like um queer content or like content for gays mm-hmm. or content it's for so hard. because it's like it's like this. It's it sort of feels like you have to really make an effort to involve everyone to be called inclusive at all. And you Mm -hmm. also want to be at the same time specific because that's how you get good quality is by being specific and by being, um, uh, you know, detailed, but then also you want to avoid, uh, stereotypes and avoid harmful Mm -hmm. tropes, but then also you don't want to ignore the truth and and what's funny. So it's really interesting, um, just to try to make, something that appeals to gay audiences because I was so I and I am so excited about it and what it is but then you will find that you really cannot please everyone and that is something and, that and I think okay. can be hard for performers and entertainers and creators is like that is something that you have to really remember and let go of like you will not please everyone and also even if you please the vast majority of people um there will be, will be those voices so I think it's just helpful to voice out loud yes that's you have you have the exact right mindset about that and um this sounds a little petulant but it's like at a certain point you're like okay and then sometimes it just comes down to people having not bad taste but like taste that doesn't align with yours right right and that's not it's not an indictment on what you're putting out it's not it's not an evaluation of your skill or your talent or your work ethic it's just like they just won't like it and it's statistically that makes total sense. Even though in our job, it's like we try to, um, just in terms of on the, even on a joke writing level, which game show has jokes in spades, but it's like, even on a joke writing level, like think about it. Like every time you, you try to write a joke, you try to like 
maximize the uh, amount of relatability that an audience like you're you're trying to like um maximize the size of an audience that's going to understand right. the joke right 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 and so yeah but then then at the end of the day like the, you're you're always going to have some sliver of some little segment of the population that is just like I don't know what that's bad or I don't know what and that, that means. vocally doesn't get it you know what I mean yep, like yep, and that's yep. been the thing too it's like this is the first thing I've ever released that's gotten like reviews like this podcast has gotten like you know if people want to they'll write something about mm-hmm, it and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's been lucky enough to like get a couple awards or whatever or like nominations and stuff but nothing where it's like this is coming out as a piece of content and it is to be reviewed so it's been really interesting to just have something that you created just be up for consumption in that way which i obviously you've experienced in such a an intense way um but to be kind of like uh uh for it to move from like what it was which is like this is just for fun to be like and now let's see what quibi is and if it's gonna be a thing let's list the things on quibi and tell you if they're good or bad and it's like "Ah!" yeah but but think about that like you know I don't know. Think about that journey. I hate to use that damn word, but it's like it started out in a basement. Yeah, it started out in a basement, and then and it's and then you guys have remained so true to what it was, and it's so good, and it's so. I'm really excited. Perfect for, it's so perfect for like the audience that's watching Quibi and um, people who already know you guys. It's it's so great. You guys, and I'm just happy it's there for people that want to laugh if they want. Exactly. Okay, let's take one last break before we do. I don't think so, honey. Uh, We'll be right back. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... 
Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend Bowen Yang to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. We're back. We actually are back. And we're back with I Don't Think So Honey, which is a segment that we do on every edition of this podcast. And it's where we take one minute to rant against something in culture that's just making us not so happy. We actually want to say, I don't think so, honey, about that thing. And so we do. And, you know, traditionally, Bowen Yang does go first. Do you have a topic? Traditionally, you go first. Oh, wait, I go first traditionally. I forgot our traditions. I, I, that's the I do have talking. a topic, but... I do have a topic, but I can go first if you want me to. Um, uh, I'll go first. Okay, okay. Do uh, you want me to time you or do you want to time yourself? Yeah, I want you to time me. Okay, so this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Every couple of years we have to hear Brad and Jen. Shut up! <laughs> they're never getting back together. If you think that they're getting back together, I don't think so, honey, and I know better than you because I'm not a fool. First of all, they weren't even a great couple in the first place. You just liked oh it my God. because they were both famous and they got together. Honey, if you knew anything about Brad Pitt, he should be with someone who wants to go do ayahuasca in the seconds. woods and not pay their bills. And Jennifer needs to be with someone mm. who can read the damn newspaper with her in the morning and doesn't have mind her having six cigarettes at night and three vodka sodas, girl. Mm. And these are two different kinds of people who are just 
together by the Hollywood machine, honey. And every time they appear at the same damn award show, girl, I have to hear from you saying, I think so, honey, Brad and Jen. No, I don't think so, honey, Brad and Jen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't think so, honey, Brad and Jen, that picture of them where he was like holding her hand uh, is like proof that they should be together. Bitch, no, he needs to let go of her. And if he doesn't, I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute and 12 seconds. Yes, wow. you got it all out. Well, You're I right. don't think I so, mean, honey. Do you think it's every two years? So I think I think that picture was like a catharsis that had been uh, building for like I hated that. Five years. Rem- it really made me feel like I was in 1997. There were a few months last year where I was like, is it 1997? Like when Renee yeah. Zellweger was in the Oscar conversation, love her to death, but I was like, is it 1997? For the four Oscar winners she- to be Laura Dern, Brad Pitt, Renee Zellweger, and Joaquin Phoenix, I was like, I'm sorry, but yeah. actually, is it 1997? And now we're on the red carpet saying, can we please get Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston back together? And also Quentin Tarantino is popping off, like, and so is Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Is it 1997? or not someone tell me right now i actually need to know now 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 because it but that kind of affirms this dumb pseudo theory i have that like it's so cyclical in showbiz where it's like these are these are these are like very meticulously timed campaigns to like bring people back into like i don't know honestly the the zeitgeist uh this is someone made the joke the other day like on twitter it was like wow y'all really wanted a cultural reset and here we are like making saying about corona and i was like like we didn't need corona for sure but what we for sure needed was a cultural reset because we were regurgitating the same damn stars the same damn type of movies like like Mm -hmm. you know it, it just last year was such a weirdo like trapped in a box year and then when, when the year ended with everyone being like Brad and Jen, I wanted to truly explode. I thought it was unacceptable. Um, now it's going to be Bowen Yang's. I don't think so, honey. Are you ready? Yes. And your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People who think that Carol Baskin killed her husband. No, what? honey. I believe women. Constance Wu, as my friend Constance Wu has said, choose to believe women. Make the choice to believe women. There is this crazy smear campaign against her. You're all playing into this, like, and you're, you're, you're aligning yourself with Joe Exotic, which is like not, which is so dissonant to like everything that you value. Like I'm seeing a lot of smart people, compassionate people, 30 seconds, who do not buy into these cults of personality who are so on Joe Exotic's side. And I'm like, I don't understand. Carol, I, I can spot a liar and Carol Baskins ain't one. She, I believe that the husband, 45 seconds, 15 seconds. <laughs> Flew on his own to Costa Rica and then the plane damn crashed because it flew under the radar. That's what happened. That's T Boots. The Five house seconds. Down, girl. Leave Carol Baskins alone. I am the Chris Crocker to Carol Baskins of this generation. And that's actually one minute. I have two things to say and right I got, after and that. Hot executive, network executives, Hans, said that, that that was a great one. So thank you, Hans. Sorry. Well, just, that's that's cute for him. And (laughs) what I have to say is two things. I have two things to say at this time. One, it's crazy that you kept saying her name was Carol Baskins. Her name is Carol Baskin. It's Carol Baskins. No, you stupid bitch. Carol Carol Baskin. You're right, but so but you sound like a thing. fool saying that. And now, no, 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 and in this series, a bunch of people refer to her as Carol Baskin, so it was never that's fully canonically they, clear what it was. That's because they're from Florida, you freak. 
That's why. That's why they say that. You better be careful. From, well, I will because I, I will avoid Florida. I'll tell you that. That's how I'm being careful. Now, the second thing I had to say, and you know how much that breaks my heart because you know I love to go to Florida, but I also know a damn <laughs> a, a damn phantasmagoria when I see one, and it is a what are you the way saying? people are behaving in Florida right now, and b the way they've always behaved in, in Florida. You want to know how Joe Exotic sells tickets? His thing was in Florida, so let's just get that straight. And I say that with all it was my Oklahoma family there. Bitch. No, bitch. It was Florida, bitch. His zoo was in Oklahoma, bitch. Read the facts. Girl, no. It took place in Florida. Florida, girl, USA. No, girl. This is so easily verifiable. And the readers are going to come for your ass. Literally, Joe I hope Exotic they was in Florida. Jo- I hope they no, take Joe me Exotic was in Oklahoma. Ass. Carol was in Florida. Oh, my God. Okay, bitch, fine. You're if I'm wrong, every listener can fuck me. So, and the other thing I have to say <laughs> Open is, up that hole, bitch. Yeah. Uh, it's gaping. And so I have two things to say. It's Carol Baskin. And the second thing yes, is... Yes, I'm sorry. She, I, oh, I can acknowledge my error, but you can't? We'll see later. At, not at this time. And the second <laughs> thing I have to say is she 100% killed her husband. She murdered okay. him. In the coldest blood. In the coldest blood. I the don't understand storm. how you could watch that and say she didn't. Because she... Because like the, there there is a case to be made and there's evidence that can be laid out to support the idea that he flew his own plane to Costa Rica and then like on the way he But crashed. then what? Or so, he or he got to Costa Rica and fully it? disappeared. Yeah. I don't know about all that. There also is you can also say that there's motive for the husband to disappear to make it look like she killed him. I don't know. I just feel like you can read an energy of a person, and I feel like her energy was not good. I feel that she was a killer. Okay, but if she I don't killed have her husband, episode, I don't have all. I don't have all my materials in front of me right now. But I remember watching it, and then I you're still, at Jared and I was like, I was like, there's no way that she did not kill him. At the end of agreed. the day, let's say that she did kill him. At the end of the day, you still have. You're still putting two people. You're holding up two people who both have had at one point murderous intent and be like well i like the guy like well this woman's crazy and she's a liar but it's like I never he's said also I crazy him. and a liar i think they both deserve to go away and i think also what they're both doing to those animals is cuckoo bananas because you sh- she really does pretend to be better than them but she's not because yeah, no, when no, she was still I mean, charging tickets i was like honey you essentially are doing the same thing, but with a "Hey, little tigers and kittens" in front of it. I was like, "That first of all, she was cuckoo bananas." Yes, yes. Also, what and is, then Han, what is Han says, saying, also, "Death or also disappearance." Death or disappearance is a very common legal term, contrary to the doc's suggestion. Google it. Yeah, that is he that, just, that just that. Okay, so I'll tell you what just happened. A straight man has yelled at us to Google it. It's disgusting. Well, this is supposed to be our new concept. home. <laughs> he says, "Brown man." A straight brown man has yelled at me to Google it. He's still straight. He's <laughs> now, now we we actually have skipped over a lot of Tiger King, and that was essentially culture for the past month. So I guess we should, before we go, just give some brief reviews and thoughts. I mean, it was. I mean, like the COVID is this monoculture now. It's like it's all we can talk about. It's all we're thinking about. It's it's like we have to within the first. 15 minutes of any conversation you have have with someone, you get that out of the way. You're like, how are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Um, I feel like Tiger King is part of that, is welded into that culture now. 
oh, it's uh, it's forever intertwined with the coronavirus. And it's also hard to call it a monoculture when there's a Tiger King in the picture. It's like, no, you actually can't call coronavirus a monoculture because we had Tiger King. No, I'm saying was actually like hugely important. I'm saying mon- I'm saying monoculture in terms of like we're all talking about the same things because we're all experiencing mm. the same things because oh, we're all watching well then, the same things. Yes, I thought you meant I thought you meant monoculture. As my understanding of it was the culture is revolving around one singular thing. But you mean that our point of view is all the same because of certain circumstances. Because exactly because we're all sort of we we have a lot of similarities right now, which is I'll beautiful. It's the earth is healing. Just kidding, please. I don't think so many people who say that. What, it's like that's not earth worth is getting a break environmentally. It's like that's that doesn't. I I like that as a way. If that makes you feel better about this, great. But that's not like that's not, not a, a reason cool to like thing to say embrace. right now. It's not. It, what's not, it's not. I don't know if you're making fun of me, but it's like it's not a thing to no, embrace no. in all this. Okay. No, I think if if you want if you want to see the positive in all this, do that in like a couple of years. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, um, and that's how I feel about that. Also, I just want to say that the Joe Exotic and his two straight husbands thing—not something um, thematically I haven't searched for in porn before. Like right. Florida man um, and his two straight husbands, for sure. I've I've typed that into Pornhub. Okay, so Matt is supporting the meth um, pipeline <laughs> um, to gay men, and that's actually slander. Will... And, no, you not, not, and you need to google, google it. it and you need to google it um well also, matt we um, ex- I, I guess i guess it was oklahoma we were yelled at i don't know i was seeing it in florida world <laughs> on becoming I mean, a god of them in ha- central florida as it were they're both states with panhandles so i get it and that's i think that's where i was confused yeah. Um, okay. Well, Matt, I'm so excited to go on this new journey with you, this remote recording journey. Yeah, but I want it to end really soon. I'll say that. I yes, I I, I do as well. Um, I want to be just with stay you. positive. I want to be with you eating cookies. I want to be with you eating cookies, girl. Someday soon. Can you believe that Disney World is closed? I can't believe I that know. Disney World is closed. Well, like I can, absolutely it can, and it needed to happen. But I just can't believe we're living in a world where no one is currently on Splash Mountain. Oh man, I think but that's the least of our worries. It's fully the least of our worries. I'm just saying, can't believe. And with that sentiment, I think we're gonna close the chapter on this episode of Los Culturistas. And Bowen, what do we do every time we end an episode? We sing a damn song. And why don't you? I've been leading off the songs too much lately. Why don't you lead us off? Do you want to have, have fun, 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 fun. how's about a few laughs, 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 I can show you I a, can show you a, good time, good times, good times, good feeling Giovanni, feeling Giovanni, watch Joe a game Bunny. show on Quibi. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. 
Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 